Hello and welcome to this week's little mini pod. This is our weekly group coaching chat, specifically for my summer sizzler ladies, but anybody is welcome to listen and hopefully learn a thing or two. So as I mentioned last week, questions are getting less and less as we go through the challenge, um, which is quite normal as people are starting to really understand the basics of fat loss, fitness, body composition, food, all of that jazz, which is awesome for me as a coach. Um, but we have got one or two questions, so I'm going to go over them, but I doubt this will be very long. Hopefully, um, if I answer for one person, others listening in might go, oh, light bulb moment for me too. So let's get cracking. First question is the protein intake just about making you feel full or are there weight loss benefits as well? So protein, yes, it does keep you feeling fuller for longer. So ladies who concentrate on hitting their daily protein target are going to find calorie deficit and fat loss easier to sustain. They're not going to be snacking as much. But we need protein for tons of other more important reasons. So we need protein to maintain and build muscle. Muscle is our body's armour. It's protective against not just like you'd think injuries, but against disease. So the more muscle we hold, the less chance we've got of developing cardiovascular disease, diabetes, some cancers. The benefits to maintaining muscle are endless. As we age, especially over the age of kind of 35, our muscle declines year on year. So we need to do something to counteract that for long-term health, longevity, and for muscle tone. So kind of like that firm appearance of your body, the more muscle mass you hold, the better. So anyway, eating protein, like I say, helps us maintain muscle. If we are losing muscle every year, we don't hit our protein targets, we don't resistance train, we're just in a decline. We're declining, declining, declining as we age until we die. If we are resistance training, so lifting weights regularly and hitting our protein targets, we're doing everything we possibly can to counteract that aging process. We are giving ourselves the best chance of having a long, healthy, active, mobile life. So we're reducing our chance of like frailty and catastrophic injury, as well as those diseases that I mentioned. If we don't resistance train, but we're hitting our protein target, we're somewhere in the middle because we're going to be maintaining more muscle mass than if we weren't concentrating on protein. So protein, super, super important. It could be argued that it's the most important of the macros, the food groups. So really important that you're concentrating on it for fat loss, yes, but more importantly, for longevity, for long-term health, for counteracting the body's natural aging process. So I hope that's answered your question. So next one, um, somebody's asking me if focusing on our Strong Girls Club, which is our um, workout with dumbbells and ab stuff, will be enough to help with fat loss because she's got a knee issue. So I'm glad you've asked this because it shows that there's still a little bit of a lack of understanding of fat loss in this question, which is fine. This is new to you. Fat loss is all about a calorie deficit. It's about what we put in our mouth. It's about energy in versus energy out. Workouts are about strength, fitness, mental health. So you should never be looking at your workouts as a way of losing fat or burning calories. You're looking at them as a way of getting fit, getting strong, improving mobility, stability, that type of thing. Fat loss is all about calories in versus calories out. Now, 
the more we walk, the more steps we get, the more active we are, the more calories we can consume. So if you're a foodie like me, you're going to be super active because you want to be able to eat loads of food. Um, so that's why it's difficult if, say, somebody has broken the leg and they can't get the steps in, they're really inactive, they're going to need less calories and therefore have to eat less food to achieve fat loss. If you've just got a dodgy knee and you can't do HIIT workouts, it's not really going to impact the amount of calories you can eat because you're going to be getting your steps in. So fat loss is about food. It's about energy in versus energy out. Workouts are about fitness, mobility, stability, longevity, that type of thing. So what else have we got? Loads of people just saying lots of positive things again, which is nice. Um, somebody saying here, without wearing a T-shirt, stating it, how do you encourage others around you to support you, i.e. shall we go to the pub? No, let's go for a walk. Then everybody rolls their eyes. So a couple of things I would say here. The first is that you need to be really clear on what it is that you want to achieve and why you're doing it. Be really clear with it. Make friends with that reason why um, so that you can stay resolute when other people aren't supporting you. Two, I would say it's about setting boundaries. So about having some really clear conversations that might be uncomfortable for you if you're not used to setting boundaries, where you're communicating to the people around you what you're trying to do and why, and that you feel really um, strongly about it and it'd be really helpful for you if you could have their support. Um, but also look for new hobbies. Look for things that maybe if whoever you're talking about doesn't want to go walk, maybe there's something a bit more exciting you can offer as an alternative to, say, going to the pub. If you do go to the pub, there's lots of things you can do as well to be involved. Nowadays, there's so much awesome low and no alcohol options out there. Um, so you could go to the pub and have that sort of social aspect of it whilst having and no alcohol beer so that'd be an option and usually with no alcohol beer you're looking at like a third of the calories um obviously if you want to drink you can drink but this person here is sort of saying that they're, they'd rather be making healthier choices so yeah i'd say you need to get really clear on your reason why make sure that you're resolute in that and then set some boundaries also it might be that you have to change your environment sometimes when we're on a new path and we're looking to change things long term people that have always been around us and places and situations don't necessarily suit our goals and needs anymore so sometimes we need to have a little bit of a shake-up so worth thinking about so I think we only had one other question. Let me just have a little look. So motivation. This lady said, I love hearing your pod chats. No crap. Um, honest and talking, but motivation. What can I say basically to keep her focused? So it's always going to kind of be the same message from me. I'm a bit like a broken record that motivation is temporary. Stop kidding yourself that you, you're relying on motivation. Nobody is motivated all of the time. Motivation's really short-lived. It's usually the first couple of weeks on some new plan. But you're never going to achieve anything in your life if you rely on motivation. You are not going to be one of life's winners if you rely on motivation. So you need to rely on discipline. Putting those systems in place, habits in place that are going to make times easier when motivation dips. And that's where, as part of Transfigure, you learn about your non-negotiables. So knocking it down a gear and doing those things that make it easier in the weeks that we're not feeling motivated. So I can't push that enough. Also, it helps if you're doing things that you enjoy. 
So not eating like diet foods that you hate, enjoying all the food and drinks that you like within your calorie goal, not doing workouts that you hate. If you're not enjoying workouts, like keep trying different ones until you find your jam with it. Um, that's going to help you sort of stay at it long term when motivation dips. So I think that's it. What's exciting is I've had a couple of requests in our membership for longer podcasts that come out on a weekend. So I am going to do a podcast on periods and hormones and how our hormones affect us throughout the month, what we can do to manage them, um, what we need to look out for. And I'm also going to be doing a podcast on exercise for mental health. So the links between the two and why we should be looking more to exercise than we do to doctors and medications. Now, that's not to say we're dismissing medications, but what we need to do is dig into the importance of including exercise. It's going to blow your mind. So I'm excited for those pods. So thanks as always to the girls who've checked in. Thank you for being so enthusiastic and active in our membership. And thank you for the questions.